702. The Political Desk. Well, as you can hear from uh, the many responses we are hearing this morning, it's the burning issue of the moment, right? Uh, the uh, statement by the Transport Minister, Figel Mbalula, saying that a new bill which will prohibit uh, driving behind uh, the wheel under the influence of alcohol is uh, going to be before Parliament. He wants 0% uh, as far as the limit is concerned for any motorist on our roads. Uh, to explain all of this is not the Minister himself, but his spokesperson, Ayanda Ali Payne, always a pleasure to chat to you. Good morning and welcome back to our program. Well, man, it's always a pleasure. Very good morning to you, to the listener. Thank you very much for having us. Obviously, the minister yesterday was speaking about a number of issues, including, of course, how uh, regulations under lockdown two will mean, level two will mean for uh, the transport sector as a whole. We'll talk about some of them in a moment. Uh, the big one that everyone is talking about is the 0% alcohol limit for motorists. Can you explain what the minister's thinking is there? Hmm. I think it's quite interesting that many people are only waking up to this uh, amendment bill now. It is definitely not new. This was something that Minister Mbalula found already in the process and in the system when he came into office in June last year. Perhaps uh, he's credited for it because he's been the most vocal about it. Uh, just to quickly bring you up to speed, Vomani, as your um, previous caller contributor mentioned, one cannot simply wake up in the morning and uh, just make announcements about change legislation without proper research, correct, and without uh, going through the legal uh, processes of bringing uh, legislation uh, to pass. Uh, That's the second point and also correct. So very quickly, the Road Traffic Amendment Bill was introduced earlier in June this year to Parliament. This does not mean that that's when it emanated. People sit down, they converge, they plan, they draft, they redraft any piece of legislation that will be amended. So in June this year, the process took us to Parliament. And um, it is now sitting before Parliament and, and, and being debated upon, it's uh, being expanded upon and, um, and contributed towards. And the research that went behind this is, is wide-ranging. Among the, the research documents is one uh, that was conducted by the Road Traffic Management Corporation uh, in collaboration with the South African Medical Research Council, as well as the University of South Africa, which clearly demonstrated that the driver alcohol intoxication accounts for 27.1% of the fatal crashes in the country. And this is estimated to cost the economy at around 18.2 billion rand annually. Uh, The study indicated that um, we can attribute uh, alcohol directly as the blame of many of the collisions, including the one that we've just witnessed of the TNPD officers who passed on this past weekend and made a souls rest in peace. And I suppose, uh, you know, you've got your stats, somebody will throw others back at you, uh, regardless of when this bill uh, was formulated. Uh, people are really raising the, the concern of, is this necessarily the biggest problem? And of course, nobody will argue that any motorist should get behind the wheel under the influence. But at the same time, we know there are other factors that lead to the kind of carnage we see on our roads. So, for example, 40% on, uh, of the deaths on our roads are, in fact, pedestrians, many of whom uh, at times are themselves under the influence. So you sort out the, motor- the motorists, what happens to them? And really, the big issue is about enforcement. How will this work any differently from what's already in place? Mm-hmm. Civic education, absolutely paramount when it comes to curbing fatalities on the roads, limiting the alcohol level 
absolutely cannot be excluded from this equation. Law enforcement must also rise to the fore. Many people say enforcement, enforcement, enforcement. All these factors, Bongani, are not mutually exclusive. They are mutually reinforcing. We cannot just say abandon all efforts and just educate the public about road safety and that's how we're going to win. We can't just say, oh, you know, law enforcement is the way to go. Forget about the alcohol limit and civic education. It's only the collaboration of all these factors that will help us to win because it's a multidisciplinary approach that is needed. Our problems are complex as South Africans and uh, the COVID-19 outbreak has only become a litmus test, as it were, of issues that we've already dealt with. It is not new. This phenomenon of people saying, oh, we are seeing increases in, in road fatalities because we're in level two. No, we've always seen these statistics, unfortunately. And it cannot just be one solution to all this. We need a multi-pronged approach if we're going to deal decisively with the carnage on our roads. Absolutely. And that's why the criticism against your minister is that sometimes he seems to go for headline grabbing soundbite solutions uh, that are not necessarily complex uh, or multi-layered enough to address the problem in totality. I suppose whenever they are victories, we perhaps don't speak loud enough or maybe don't receive the platform to say law enforcement has arrested X amount of Put him on the program. (laughs) Put him on the program, Ayanda. We've been begging. We've been begging for you to put him on the program. When he does, he's damned if he does, he's damned if he doesn't. If he goes on the show and he speaks to the media, they say he's populist, he wants to grab headlines, he's media hungry. When he steps back and does the work and allows his spokesperson to communicate and then they say oh no he's not coming on the program to speak so I suppose it's a catch 22 for him damned if he does damned if he doesn't so next time we ask uh, you'll put him on We'll certainly try time <laughs> All right, Let's talk another big one is, of course, uh, the issue of the Passenger Rail Agency of South Africa. There are many, many issues there uh, insofar as the number of South Africans who are dependent on the rail service. Uh, we know the problems around safety. We know people who lose their jobs because the trains are unreliable. Uh, a myriad of problems. And, of course, placing it under administration, we've now found out uh, from uh, the Western Cape High Court was not uh, the jurisdiction or the responsibility of your minister. Mm-hmm. I'm not in a position at the moment to go into great detail regarding that particular outcome, but what we can say at the moment is that Minister Mbadula is aware of that order by the Western Cape High Court. He, in fact, had linked in uh, virtually to listen to uh, the handing down of the judgment. He is awaiting a full written judgment and uh, will peruse it once he does receive it. He'll apply his mind and he'll then make an, a pronouncement on that. But what is important to, to say, Bongani, is that Minister Mbadula has, from the onset had his sights set on restoring rail as the backbone of uh, transportation in South Africa. It is uh, one of the cheaper modes of transport. It is one of the most preferred uh, modes of transport. And in fact, an interministerial team is sitting down to discuss safety uh, in rail. This uh, comprises yeah. not only Minister of Transport, Minister of Police, uh, we're talking justice as well as uh, state security. Well, he's been given, uh, what, two months to put a new board in place. The vacancies on that board, some of them have been advertised for more than two years. What's the problem? Again, I'm not going to be in a position to go deeper into uh, the uh, integral parts of Prata and the runnings thereof. 
except to say that Minister Balula from every single turn has done the best that he can to make sure that there is stability in Casa. I also also want to emphasize that he has never, ever said that one should not appoint a board at Prasa. The only question was a matter of time. When do we Two appoint a board? Do you, do Two years, you not enough time, Ayanda? When, when, when the ship is sinking, do you first say, oh, let's put a board there, or do you say, let's stabilize, let's get the water out, once things are steady, let us put a board, because previously, putting new boards has shown that that was not the solution. And again, please don't drag me into that terrain, because as I mentioned, Minister Mbalula will expand once he's had an opportunity to go through the And judge. that's why we want him on. But Ayanda Alipane, we always appreciate you taking the time to speak to us, uh, but do get the minister for us, uh, because perhaps he can answer some of these questions. Thank you for your time. The spokesperson there of the Ministry of Transport.